Welcome to the Hunt the West podcast, where it's all about getting outside, experiencing the outdoors, and having epic adventures. At Hunt the West, my number one goal for you is to get out and hunt. And there are a lot of ways that you can get out and do that, a lot of ways that you can camp, a lot of different styles. And one of those styles is hammock camping. And that is the subject of today. There are a lot of pitfalls and a lot of beginner mistakes that you can make if you just get yourself a hammock and think that you're going to go spend the night out in your hammock. And I want to help you avoid all of those mistakes. There are a lot of cool advantages that you get when you go hammock camping. And we're going to talk about all of those. But if you are a complete beginner to hammock camping, this is going to be a great episode for you to start. I have a little bit of experience with the hammock camping. I'm not a total pro, but I don't think I'm a pro with anything. So anyway, this is a, this is a good place to start. If you are a beginner, there's going to be a lot of practical tips in here and a lot of cool things that you may not have thought of. So we're going to get into all of that. But first, I want to thank everybody who has purchased apparel on the gear shop at huntthewest.us slash shop. I really appreciate all the orders. And if you haven't checked that out yet, please do go check it out. There'll be a link in the show notes. Go to huntthewest.us slash shop and check out the cool shirts and hats and mugs and whatever. There's a lot of cool stuff in there. Let's just jump right in. So there are a bunch of pros and a bunch of cons to hammock camping as there is with basically anything that you do. The biggest thing that I think about with hammock camping is the ground does not have to be level, which is really ideal because when you're out hunting or you're finding places to camp, especially if you're backpack hunting or backpack camping, a lot of times you just don't really have a good place that's level. And that's one of the biggest things that keeps me up at night is if I keep sliding down or if I'm rolling off to one side, I can't get comfortable. So that, so having a hammock really eliminates that and it is very, very comfortable. The other thing that is cool about hammocks is that they're really lightweight. So as opposed to, you know, a tent with poles and everything they can be really light. Another kind of obvious advantage of being in a hammock is that you're off the ground. So things that crawl and creep and get on you, that you're away from the creepy crawlies. And that can be nice because I mean... I've had mice crawling on me in the middle of the night or bugs landing on you. I mean, bugs that fly don't really can't get away from those, but unless you have some sort of bug net, which you can do, which is cool, but I never really do that. But when the worst is ants, you know, when you're sleeping on the ground and you have ants crawling across your face in the middle of the night and then you didn't know it, but you were on top of an ant hill and you know, whatever, it can be a huge pain. And that is nice about a hammock is you can get up off the ground and away from those crawling creeping things. There are a lot of cons to hammock camping, as you can imagine. Not everybody can sleep very well in a, in a hammock. So if you're a stomach sleeper, which I actually am, I'm a stomach sleeper. So like when I'm on the floor or on the ground, I sleep on my stomach or on my side. And so sleeping on your stomach is not really an option in a hammock unless you're extremely flexible. And uh, yeah, just it's not really an option, uh, but you can sleep on your side. I'm going to talk about some sleeping positions and some different ways that you can get more comfortable in a hammock but um just for this quick list of cons it's one of those things that you might i mean not everybody can sleep in a hammock there are a lot of people that like lounging in a cam in a hammock when you're camping or if you have one set up in your house or your backyard or something you can take a little nap out there but sleeping through the entire night is a different thing and not everybody can do it or not everybody is used to it the other thing is that if you're hunting or camping in the desert and there's no trees around then you can't sleep in your hammock there's got to be trees and those trees have to be at a relatively close distance to each other but then 
they can't be too close either. So that does, there is a limit to the terrain that you can use a hammock in. The other thing is it's just not as protected in bad weather. So if it's really windy, that can keep you up at night. I, I know that is one thing that does bother me when I sleep in a hammock is when I start swaying. It feels like I am on the ocean or something and I get way seasick and I don't I, I just don't like swinging. So wind is bad. Some people like it, but and so if you're one of those people, then great. But that is one thing that is a con for me, sleeping in a hammock. So one thing I do to combat that is uh, have like a tree next to you that you can kind of reach your hand out and steady yourself or being close to the ground where you can sleep, um, stick your hand out and reach below you and stop yourself from swinging. So those are some things, if you're up too high or you're away from a tree or something, then you're basically going to be swinging for a while because when you hop in it, you're going to be swinging. So that's something that you need to think about as you choose your place to set up your hammock. The other thing is, although you don't need a sleeping pad for hammock camping, you do need an underquilt. And if you're totally new to hammock camping and you don't know what an underquilt is, this is kind of a concept that a lot of people don't really understand. So when you're in your sleeping bag and you're laying on top of your sleeping bag, the the part of the insulation that you're laying on that's compressed is not insulating you and it's not keeping your war- you warm. So what in what you would be doing in a in a tent when you're sleeping on a sleeping pad, your pad is actually what is keeping you warm from the ground because all of that sleeping bag material that you're compressing is not keeping you warm. And so the same is true with a hammock. If you just get in your sleeping bag in your hammock, all that stuff underneath you is being compressed and then your hammock itself is not insulated. So you get what is called cold butt syndrome where you're laying on your back and your butt gets cold because that is where all your weight is compressing your insulation in your sleeping bag and then you get cold. So what you do to overcome that is you have what's called an underquilt. And it's basically half of a sleeping bag that goes underneath your hammock on the outside of it. That way it's not compressed when you sit in the hammock and it keeps you insulated from the outside. So even in warmer weather in summertime, your butt will still get cold if you don't have an underquilt because it's basically like sleeping with nothing. And so even if it gets down to the 60s or 70s, I don't know, you're probably going to get a little bit chilly. So I use an underquilt year round, even in the summer. And uh, as we get into this episode, I'm going to teach you little ways that you can, if you don't want to buy an underquilt, you can make one yourself and I'll give you some resources. That's what actually, that's what I did actually. So it's pretty cool. And I'll uh, give you some basic tips on that as well. The other thing that is a con for hammock camping is you have less space for gear storage. So most of the time when you hammock camp, you will be using a tarp above you to keep the water off or keep the, the frost off. Um, you can run it without a tarp too, but um, and I actually do that a lot. More often than not, actually, I just make sure the weather is good and then I just don't take a tarp. But if you were in a tent, you would have a place that you can set your gear down and you know lay your backpack down and kind of spread out a little bit. With hammock camping, you don't really have that. So that's just something to keep in mind. So you can always hang things um, with, you have like a ridgeline rope across the top of your hammock in between the two trees that you're hanging from. And you can hang stuff like that. But as far as storing something out of the rain or whatever, you're, or out of the mud, um, it's, it's just a lot more difficult to do with a hammock. So that's just basically the, the list that I came up with of pros and cons for hammock camping. So I'll just run through those really 
quick and each pro kind of has a con with it too so i'll kind of just run through those really quick and then we'll get to the tips for staying warm finding the perfect spot getting the right angle on your when you're hanging your hammock and then some tips for comfortable sleeping so we'll get into those in a second so let's just run through these pros and cons real quick so the pros are you don't have to have a level surface (laughs) surface surface to hang your hammock you can always find a place i mean if you're in the woods you don't have to find like a really nice level spot you can just hang basically anywhere but you do need some trees and if you don't have trees then you can't hang your hammock hammocks are really comfortable but not everybody can find comfort in hammocks they're really lightweight but honestly they're not any lighter than a lightweight tarp and a bivy setup this other pro is kind of cool i i don't think i mentioned this is you always have a comfy place to sit which is kind of nice you can always sit in your hammock sideways and it's really nice but the the con is it's you can't really set it up very quickly in the field and take it with you when you're hunting i mean you can but it's just not as easy to set up so when you're hammock camping it keeps you away from the creepy crawlies but you don't have an easy clean spot for your gear and then you don't need a sleeping pad which is great but you do need an underquilt so there's that. And then the cons are you're not as protected in bad weather. And I talked about the wind. You can get feel seasick. Or in, and then uh, not everybody can sleep well in a hammock. And then you need trees. We kind of mentioned that. And then you need an underquilt. So yeah, those are kind of the pros and the cons real quick again. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking that this sounds like a really cool idea and it's something that you want to get into, honestly, it, it probably is because you, you're listening to this episode right now. You click play. So let's go through some tips for staying warm, finding the perfect spot, getting the right angle and being comfortable all night long. So for staying warm, I kind of started to mention this, but an underquilt is a necessity. And I'll tell you what I kind of did for my underquilt setup is I went to the thrift store and I bought an old sleeping bag and I cut it in half. And then I bought some shot cord, you know, that stretchy cord. And I sewed that, sewed, sewn? I don't know. I sewed that. That sounds weird. Why, why does that word sound weird? I used a sewing machine and I made a channel and I ran that shot cord down each side. So you can imagine two, you have a square piece of half of a sleeping bag and then you have two long pieces of shot cord on each long end. And then I just hook those onto a carabiner and I hook that onto the end of my hammock. So, it, and then I kind of use those shot cord. Oh, and then I have another piece of shot cord on the short ends and I had little um, gear ties like the little ones that you pinch and it can slide kind of what you use to uh, cinch up your like your stuff sack on your sleeping bag I bought those little shot cord ties I don't know what to call them but uh, I put those on the end so I can cinch up the ends of my underquilt around my hammock so it kind of cups around the hammock so that was a really inexpensive way to make your own underquilt and now honestly it works phenomenally well it's really ugly <laughs> it doesn't look pretty but i made it myself and if you have access to a sewing machine or you know how to just sew a channel then you can make your own underquilt from half a sleeping bag from a thrift store which is what i did and i got down to into the like mid 30s with that setup and been completely fine in combination with a sleeping bag so it's nice and toasty and if you want like really detailed instructions on how to sew your own underquilt and you can make your own basically anything there's this awesome website called diygearsupply.com i'm pretty sure it's still up and running because i don't know i made my underquilt like five or six years ago and it still works great but that is the the website where i picked up you know just shot cord and the little shot cord 
stay things. I don't know. I really don't know what to call them. I hope you understand what I'm talking about. The little ones that have a spring inside and you pinch it and it has a hole. And then when you let go, it holds the shot cord secure. I bought a bunch of those and then bought the shot cord. And then I sewed that channel anyway. And there's instructions for how to build your own under quilt from actual materials and they sell like ripstop nylon and they have patterns that you can follow and if you're kind of a DIYer then you can build your own underquilt from that website and it's pretty cool or you can just buy one I mean you can just google it and then you can just buy it I don't have a ton of I, I don't like giving recommendations for things that I haven't personally used because I want you guys to be able to trust me and um, I kind of take that pretty seriously so I don't have any personal recommendations on underquilts because I made my own. So you're kind of on your own, but you can just do your own research and and just knowing that you need an underquilt is the first step anyway. Um, the next thing is finding the perfect spot. So there are a lot of, if you think about it, as you hang up a hammock, you can't just like hang it up and think that it's going to be perfect. So there are a few little tips that I've picked up on that are key to having a, uh, a more comfortable experience. And obviously you want to make your hammock level. So the tree, the ground doesn't have to be level, but your hammock does if you want to sleep well. And so you find two trees that um, are, I don't know, 10 feet apart or something to give you a little space to uh, have your straps. And honestly, I made my own straps too. I get, I'm thinking back to, I kind of made my own stuff, a, a lot of my own stuff. And I think I bought most of it from DIY Gear Supply. We should have the dude that runs that on the podcast and talk about it or something. If you guys are interested in that, let me know. I'll reach out to him. But I just have some one-inch nylon. I think they're nylon straps. And uh, I tied those to this cool rope called Amsteel, which is a really lightweight but very strong braided rope. Like people use it on winches and stuff because it's so strong. And it's really lightweight and small. So it's perfect for this kind of application. So I have that tied to some nylon, which goes around the tree because you don't want to use rope that's really thin around the trunk of a tree because it kind of wrecks the tree. So then I, you tie those around and tie it to your hammock. And then the, 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 the hardest thing for getting the perfect hang is getting the right angle on your hammock. Because if you're, if you imagine your hammock is too tight, then it's really stiff and you can't sit in it very well because it's too tight <laughs> and it kind of like sucks in around you. And if it's too loose, you're sleeping in a V shape. So there's kind of a, a perfect middle ground. And there's a little trick that I learned. I think I picked this up from Derek Hansen. He's kind of like the, he has a book called the ultimate hang and uh, he has an app too, that helps you calculate your tree distances and what angle you should have on your, he's like totally nerds out on it. It's pretty cool. Um, look that up the ultimate hang um, but he has a little trick to get the perfect angle so if you take your finger your pointer finger and your thumb and make an l shape or i guess more like a gun shape you want your your thumb pointing straight up and then you want your finger perfectly horizontal and you put that up against your string that's coming off of your tree towards your hammock and you make sure that that is, that's basically the angle that you want if you imagine that string sitting between your thumb and your pointer finger that's the angle that you want so i use that as a guide as i'm hanging my hammock and i'll like move that tree strap up or down and try and get that perfect angle and that is the that is the most ideal angle for hanging your hammock that's the other thing about amsteel that is cool because it doesn't stretch and if you have a different kind of cord like if you have like uh your straps are really stretchy then it's really hard to get that angle right because later in the as the night goes on you're just going to be closer to the ground and you're going to be 
folded up. So that's the other great thing about Amsteel. And I'm pretty sure you can buy Amsteel on DIYgearsupply.com. So I'll leave links to all this in the show notes if you're interested in kind of making your own setup. And I'll post some pictures on Instagram too so you can see my setup. If you want to follow me at huntthewest.us, I'll post some pictures of my setup there. But hammock camping is way fun. And once you figure out how to hang your hammock right, you're going to have a lot more fun because you're going to be more comfortable. Plus it just makes for awesome photos because you can take, you can slip, sleep on the edge of a cliff between two trees and you have like this awesome view and anyway, looks cool. I don't know how practical it is because you know, it gets windy and stuff anyway. But so anyway, that's getting the right angle on your hammock. And honestly, there's like so much nerding out that we could do and talk about hammock camping. If you guys are interested in going deeper on any of these topics, let me know and I can go a lot deeper. And my brother Bryce is a lot more into hammock camping than I am. And he knows a lot of cool things. And, and anyway, he's made his own, he made his own top quilt and under quilt too. Did he make an under, I don't know. He made some cool stuff by himself with down. Like he bought just down and filled it. Anyway, he is, he's done some cool things and he's nerded out a little bit more than I have. And if you guys want to get into all that stuff, we can, and I, I'd be happy to do another episode, another episode on it. Just let me know. I'm pretty sure he made his own hammock too, because he's really tall and my brother's six, three, and he didn't really fit well and wasn't able to sleep level in a regular hammock, a regular sized hammock. And so he made his own like extra long one, which is kind of cool. Oh yeah. And here is a, another tip for getting comfortable while you're sleeping. So you get that angle, right? But you're, you're still going to be in a curve, right? And so if you don't like sleeping like that on your back in a, in kind of a curve position, if you want to be more flat, what you do is you sleep at an angle. So you turn your head to one side of just one side of center, and then your feet to the other side of the center and that and you'll be surprised when you do that you basically are sleeping flat on a bed which is kind of cool so that's a way that you can sleep on your back and sleep flat the other way that i sleep is just straight on my back with my knees or like my feet closer to my butt and then my knees pointed outward like in a clamshell kind of position i i don't know is this weird talking about sleeping positions but i feel like it's pertinent because some people just cannot get comfortable in a hammock and these are different ways that I've found that you can get comfortable and kind of shift around during the night. Cause even if one position is comfortable, it might not be comfortable later. You know, everybody likes to shift around and move and get in a new position. And so I'll sleep like that with my knees open and then I'll sleep angled so that I can sleep more flat. And then I also sleep on my side, which is also comfortable. So there's a lot of different positions you can get in and, and get comfortable especially if you have it hanging at the right angle. And then the the hammock itself, we haven't even talked about the hammock itself. There's a million of them. You can find them online. The, there's really lightweight ones and really there's double ones. If you really want to snuggle with somebody, you can get a double one. Um, I think those are more for like camping and just lounging around. But most hammocks that I've found are rated up to 300 pounds. So most people should be good with just a regular single hammock. But some of those double hammocks have a lot higher rating uh, for weight and you can get those as well, but they're, they're heavier. And then for backpacking, they're just not as light, but most hammocks are pretty light. The one that I have is I went the versatile route. I got an Eagle Nest Outfitters double nest, which is a double hammock. It's for two people, but that's just because I only wanted one hammock. And I, when I just go regular camping with my family, I hang up my hammock and sometimes I sit in there with my kids or with my wife and we just kind of sit there and lounge. And I wanted my hammock to be able to do that 
and I didn't want to have to buy two. So if you're just going backpacking or something, you probably, and actually you, you don't need a double hammock that uh, is just excessive. And there's a lot of lightweight options. So I haven't done a ton of research on different types of hammocks just because I've always just had the one. I've never really needed anything else. Um, I have done a little bit of research. If you wanted to get something really lightweight, that is highly recommended. There's a ultralight single hammock from Hummingbird that always comes up when I've looked at different models and different blogs and articles and stuff. That one tends to come up quite a bit is the Hummingbird lightweight one. And it's pretty reasonably priced too. And again, these aren't personal recommendations. Like I've never used any of these. So, I mean, do your own research and find what hammock will work for you. But any of those single ones, what you want to look for is just something that is not super cheap. Like I, I, I wouldn't want you to get something that's less than like 40 bucks because I feel like it won't really last. Um, most good hammocks, I feel like you can get like definitely under a hundred dollars. So just make sure with, just like with anything else, you're finding reputable brands and, uh, reading reviews and things like that. But if you want extensive reviews on basically any hammock that exists, I would go to the ultimatehang.com. You can click on the reviews there and there's like anything that has to do with hammock camping. This guy, Derek Hansen has reviewed it. I swear he has any hammock. So if you find a hammock that looks good, I would go check out his website and see if he's done a review on it. And I, I bet you, he probably has, he is like the, the hammock nerd. And, um, I've gotten a lot of value from his website and his, his emails and stuff. And I bought his hammock calculator app and it's pretty cool. So I recommend his stuff, go check him out. And honestly, I'm not sponsored or anything. Like I have no relationship with him at all. I've just gotten a lot of value from that. So go check that out. If you want specific reviews on hammocks and under quilts and hardware and tree straps and anything else you can think of he has a thing about it which is kind of cool he also does this thing every spring where he sells his gear so if you get on his email list i feel like a total Derek hansen fanboy right now but anyway like uh if you get on his on his email list he sells all this stuff that people give him for reviews and he'll sell it at a discount a lot of stuff that has just been used on one little trip or one overnighter or one thing and he has a lot of cool stuff so go check that out i'll leave a link to that in the show notes and then i mentioned this in passing but uh, a lot of people think that just by going with a hammock camping setup you're going to be a lot lighter weight than a than a lightweight bivy sack and a tarp but when you get in the ultralight when you get to the nerds that go you know that are counting ounces and weighing everything and cutting the handle off of their toothbrush these people, um, they honestly get around the same weight for everything once everything's involved because you still need a tarp, you still need stakes to stake down that tarp, you need rope for that tarp, um, you need an underquilt and a top quilt. And so that kind of counterbalances the lack of a pad that you would have. And then you need your tree straps and your actual hammock and once you get down to it it's not really any more lightweight than using a bivy sack and a sleeping bag and a pad and then pitching a tarp tent with your trekking poles so honestly if you're just trying to save weight it might save you weight in your current tent setup but if you're going ultralight backpacking hammock camping is probably not going to save you any significant amount of weight it might save a little bit that being said here is what my kind of setup weighs so with my hammock and my straps in the same little package, that's 21.4 ounces, which is 1.3 pounds. And then my underquilt is actually pretty heavy. <laughs> I, I knew it was heavy because it's a synthetic 
material and it's like half a sleeping bag plus a couple of carabiners and shot cord and everything and the stuff sack it's in a stuff sack normally i would probably not use a stuff sack when i'm backpacking so it would be a little bit lighter but that comes in with the stuff sack at 3.6 pounds so total it's still under five pounds it's 4.9 pounds for everything and that does not include a tarp so that's no rain cover at all 3.6 or uh yeah 3.6 pounds plus 1.3 pounds is 4.9 pounds which is not super light honestly if i really wanted to go light i would and that doesn't include a sleeping bag either so my sleeping bag is super heavy too so that's probably another three pounds because i have a zero degree sleeping bag and i need a lighter one but it's the one that i have and that's what i encourage people to do is just use what you have and go out and not make the, any excuses so it's not super lightweight but it gets the job done and you can have a lot of fun hammock camping if you give it a shot and so i encourage you guys to go do that hammocks are pretty cheap you can get one relatively cheap and then you can make your own underquilt if you're not ready to commit ready to commit to hammock camping make your own underquilt from a thrift shop sleeping bag like i did and a few dollars worth of gear and some sewing <laughs> plus it's kind of fun to sew stuff and then you can just get out there and you can sleep anywhere which is a lot of fun so that's going to be the setup that i use this summer um, i'm going to give it a i haven't backpacked hammock camped yet so i'm gonna give that a shot i gotta test out my new backpack that i got if you didn't know i got the exo mountain gear 4800 because i'm really looking to do a backpack hunt this year just applied for tags i hope i get my deer tag i should here in utah and that's gonna be a nice awesome high country archery mule deer hunt which i'm really looking forward to but if i don't get that i'll definitely be doing elk and some turkey maybe i'll do even some backcountry turkey hunting who knows but all in all hammock camping is really awesome you can hang anywhere anywhere there's trees you can sleep which is awesome it will allow you to go places that you couldn't go normally and camp places that you normally wouldn't be able to or at least as comfortably. So give it a shot. Let me know what you think. And if you have any questions and if you want me to go deeper on any of these topics, I really wanted to make this just a total hammock camping for beginners episode. And if you want me to go deeper, I can, and I can get some more experienced people on here and talk about hammock camping. Cause I think it's pretty interesting. It's just something that I haven't really dived in real deep. And maybe this summer, if I really like my hammock camping setup, I'll invest in a better under quilt and I'll let you know what I think about that but honestly i'd probably get a lighter sleeping bag first because that would benefit me anyway i'm not gonna <laughs> ramble on here of my thoughts here any longer i'll leave links to everything in the show notes you can see those at huntthewest.us slash 51 this is episode 51 or you can just look in your podcast app and check them out there links to diy gear supply the ultimate hang and uh, go check out my Instagram post that I will put up with my hammock camping setup at huntthewest.us. So that's the website too. If you want to get some Hunt the West swag, some merch, I don't know what to call it. I don't know. It's just like shirts and hats and stuff. Just go there, go to huntthewest.us slash shop and you can check any of that stuff out. I'd really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Now get out there, grab your hammock and hunt the West. Hunt the West.